So we're up to over here. Avadim hayinu leparo b'mitzrayim. Okay. So simply, we understand avadim hayinu leparo b'mitzrayim is the answer to the malishtana. So obviously, there's a tremendous amount of mafarshim trying to explain how does avadim um, hayinu answer the four questions of malishtana. Last time we mentioned the derech of the gro that the Manashtan is really only one question, and uh, the Shinui and the Laila, the gather of the Mahus, of the change of the Laila, and the Goyen Alpidarkai, Avod Mayinu will be an answer to that question of what took place on that night, a Shinui in that night, that it was like a day. We spoke about this in the past, but there's another Chelek of Avodim Hayinu Leparim Mitzrayim, that this... Yisoyed of Avod Mayinu is what the Gemara says that in order to be Mesape Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim, okay, you have to have this concept of Maschel Begnus Umesayim Beshevach, which means that a person has to, in order to be Mekayim Sipur Yitzias Mitzrayim properly, you have to begin the story with the genus. What's the genus? Right? So there's a machlaikis in the Gemara. We do both. But there's a machlaikis in the Gemara. Is it avodim hayinu lepar b'mitzrayim? That's the, that's the, that's the genus that we discuss. Or is it metehila of the avodah zara hayu avotenu b'mitzrayim? And the mefoshim, the goyin, the maral, the mefoshim must be that Avodim Ayinu is referring to the body of the, of the Jew. The Jewish person was in physical, materialistic bondage. Avodim Ayinu, and then we talk about the Geula. And then we became free people, right? That's the Maschel Begnus of Messiah B'Shevach, B'Negei the Guf. And then you have, Metchila Oivde Avodazor HaEvaseinu, that's the Genus. The beginnings of the Jewish nation was Oivde Avodazor and now we became close to Hashem. That's the Geula of the Nefesh, right? So once the Golus the Geulas HaGuf, and once the Golus Geulas HaNefesh. And the, the, we're going to it later, but uh, how the Maral is Mazbeh, the Machlikis is, which is the, the, the proper one to start in the Haggadah with the Golus HaGuf or Golus HaNefesh. But the we do both, right? So Avod Mayinu, even though it was to answer the Manashtana, it was placed over here to answer the Manashtana, and maybe for that reason we put Avodim Hayinu before Metchilayv Devaydazara because it's here to answer the Manashtana. But the Etzem Yesoid of Maschel Begnus or Meshayim Meshabach, that's a very fundamental part of Sipa Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim. So by yourself, we understand why should a person begin the story. Why can't we just talk about the great miracles that Hashem did to liberate us from Egypt, right? Why can't we just talk about the great miracles that Hashem uh, gave us to, you know, to liberate us from Egypt and not spend so much time explaining and bringing out the matziv of Avdus as we do later on in the Haggadah where we break these things out from Psukim we really expound a lot on the Metchila, we talk about it a lot, what, what, what it looked like, what it felt like, what we were going through, spend a lot of time with that, 
and uh, the genus of the nefesh, like Metchila Oivdei Avodah Zorah, if we say no, Terech Avyavrom, you know, we go into like uh, you know the history, which is not such a pretty history. Instead of putting the main focus and like maybe barely mentioning the 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 you know what we were, but try to focus more what we are and what we're now, right? So what's the point of talking so much about the earlier stages, which is a Ganai? Right? So simply you learn, it's to appreciate the miracle more. It's to appreciate the gift. Together from Hakar Satoif. Because if you know what you were, and if you know that it was against all odds to become from that to this, wow. That's a tremendous, you know, that's a tremendous Hakar Satoif that, uh, that, um, you feel, right? You know what I'm saying? You feel like the gift more. Not only do you feel the gift more, maybe you feel the miracle more. You know? You follow? So, but there's a, there's a point in the morale which intent, is a little deeper, but it's the same vort of Akar Satoy. Just the morale is masbe deep yisoyed. Morale says, it gives a motion. Okay? It gives a motion. Let's say you have a house that's on fire. It needs uh, to be extinguished. The fire needs to be extinguished, right? Otherwise, the house is going to burn down to the ground. It's still salvageable, you know? And if this house burns to the ground, maybe the next house is going to catch on, or the next house, you know, it's a big sorrow, right? All of a sudden, it's raining, and the strong rain, and good rain, and the water from the rain extinguishes the fire. Well, right? So... You could say that Hashem had, was bringing rain to the world for the purpose of bringing the way, rain to the world. That's the main agenda of why the rain is there. Agav, he got a chesed. It happened to him that Hashkocha, he was lucky that he was able to gain Agav from the rain that was coming to the world in order to extinguish his fire, right? But if, let's say, it's a hot dry summer night. There's not a cloud in the sky, right? And then people come along and they take, you know, hoses and all kinds of water. People come and they put out the fire, right? So that chesed is clearly a chesed done for you. That's clearly a chesed done for you, right? So there's a chesed that happened. It's not, like, designed for you. Agav came to you. Almost like you could think it's a luck. It's a mikra. A mikra doesn't need luck in the Lashon of the Maral, but it's a mikra. It's not be'etzim. It's not a poil be'etzim. Poil be'etzim means it's a designated strike. Special for you. Right? So the point of bringing out the oimik from the Hakar Satoif, which we're going to talk about even deeper in a minute, but just like the first layer of understanding the Hakar Satoif is, that the reason why we speak about the Genus and then the Shevach is to say that this was designed special. It means Hashem does things in the world. You don't know his Cheshboinus. He can have a billion Cheshboinus. Maybe Hashem brought Makas, Stamazai, and Punkti. The Jews were liberated. They got lucky, so to speak. If a government crashes, right, then they could bounce. They could get out, right? So they could get liberated. Agav, right? But if it was only specifically designed for one purpose and one purpose only, 
is to take you out. All right? I only was makar of you to be close to you. It was designed for you. The chesed was designed for you. So, so that's what the morale is saying. The reason why we have to maschal begnus from Messiah B'Shevach is to explain that the Shevach was done specifically for this Genai. Was, this was the purpose from it. Right? So again, let's get clarity. The Chazal tells us the only way to be Mekayim Sipri Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Maschal Begnus or Mesayim B'Shevach. We have to start with the low state of Klal Yisrael and then get to the Shevach. Obviously, we explained that that's part of a concept of Akar Satoif. But, but it's a deeper, it's like a munidike hakarasatev. It's deeper because it's against all odds. So it's not shaykhim metzis. How can a guy who was mamish brought up in a family of oivdavoidazara, his whole town is oivdavoidazara, the whole world is oivdavoidazara, that he should become the av of Klaliusol, the shayrish of Klaliusol? Wow, that's like a crazy thing. You know, how can it be that the Jewish people that were in the lowest state possible, they're being stepped on, they're being persecuted, they avodim to the strongest, the most powerful nation, like the Goyen is Medayik, every word, avodim, we were avodim, leparoi to a melech kosher, b'mitzrayim, to a medina kosher, like every single tiviistic uh, evidence should be that there's no hope for you, right? And then, boom, boom. The Ebishter came and he was Vayotzienu Hashem Aleikeinu Mishom. He took us out. Not Stam, he took us out. Biyat Chazoka. Each line, the going is Mazba every single Zach, right? So that's like, whoa. So in order to appreciate the whoa, you got to see the first part. Otherwise, you only see half the story. You're not going to appreciate it, right? That's the, that's the idea, right? But the Maral is adding another little dimension here, which is a very deep also. Is the, that you have to know that the miracle was mamish bepoil. It was exactly designed only for you. Not that it came with other agendas that Akash Baruch Hu had in the Bria. And Memela, you were liberated. And Memela, one thing will lead to the next, and you happen to get where you got to today. Which many times in, in life, it seems to us that way. We don't see, but there are HaKadosh Baruch who doesn't uh, give us the, the gift like in a way that you see, boom, Hashkach HaPratis. This punk worked out, this guy punked, I met this guy, offered me a job. You know, you have to connect the dots yourself. And even at that point, you don't know for sure if Hashem was moving the parts only for you. He was moving all the parts only for you. That's a very hard I think to always see like that. So what the Balagod wants to say is that this moving all the parts only for this reason. That's the morale's, you know, added morale kenech to the Pashup shot, right? So this is something that we have to focus on. What was that we were avodim and we became oisavod? This is a very uh, important side because that's like a big theme of the, of the, of the Haggadah is that we were avodim and we became oisavadim. And if Hashem's intervention, if God's intervention was not there, we would still be avadim. Right? So we, that's like, this is the maschal begnus of Messiah B'Shevach. I mean, this is where that Karasatayv lies. We got to get this amkis abyssal. We have to get it clear. Okay? That's our job. That's what the whole preparation is about. And then in the night of the Seder, try to, to, to you know, take this down into the depth. Now, I just want to bring out how strong this, this idea is that we have to feel that that if we were 
not taken out of Egypt, it will still be Avodim, right? I saw it brought down in one of the Haggadahs, the Haggadah of Chaim Mintz. I don't know if you know Reb Chaim Mintz from, from uh, Staten Island Yeshiva, Ura, Choshaviyid, Reb Chaim Mintz. So he writes in his Sefer on Haggadah that do we say in the morning, what do we say? We say, Shalom Asani Goy, Shalom Asani Isha, and Shalom Asani Avet. Right? So, Bishlemo, Shalom Asani Goy, Rave the world is Goyim. So, you could have been made a Goy, you know? Appreciate that you were not. Shalom Asani Isha, 50 50 of Klausel's Isha, Zacharim and Nekevot, you know? Could have been as Amatzik. Shalom Asani Avet? Who's Avet? That it's so prevalent that, whoa, I escaped that bullet of being an Evan. Right? So, Rabchatzko heard a pshat over from somebody, and he was very mishabach the pshat. He said, based on that God, we would still be avod. So, Amela, we're coming to be mishabach, to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we will not avde parah. And Rabchatzka loved the Pshat. Now, I want to try to bring out a Bissel Oymik in the Pshat, based on a Maharal that says something very deep and very fundamental. Okay? He's talking about the Chazal that we mentioned a couple of times. And the Chazal says, Chayev Odom, Lyris says, Atzmoy Ki'ilu Yotzim Mitzray. So, what we, sh- what we pull out from that Chazal? We pulled out from that Chazal is that it's a personal story. Right? And, and then we try to grapple with that problem. How is it a personal story? I was never in Egypt. You were never in Egypt, even though you're an Egyptian, but it's a different uh, whole thing, right? So we don't know anything about Mitzrayim. We don't know anything about that, right? So what does it mean it's a personal story? So we, we gave a Hezbollah. That the chat is that, uh, I'm not going to go over the whole thing now, just to be remembered, that we said over that the point is that it was an attack on the nation. It wasn't an attack on specific individuals. It was an attack on the nation. And the nation, we're part of the nation as much as they're part of the nation. So any attack on the nation is an attack on us. It doesn't matter what, when you're born. We explained Barichas, especially in the ladies' class, we gave him up to 25 minutes, Mazbeklor, all the Zachen. I don't know if there's a recording of it or not. But Mazbeklor, this Indian about Claudius um, collectively as a nation from the beginning of time to the end of the time. Over the 6,000 years, over the 600,000 Neshamas, each one is involved in the Tikkun of the Bria and Shtelling of Ekta Malchus Ramayim. So nation is something that's spread out over time. So it doesn't matter exactly when you're born in, uh, you know, whatever Tikkunim and whatever experiences the nation went through before you were born, and whatever experiences they're going to go through after you're born, it's all one Nekudah, it's all the nation, and that's how it's a personal story. Now... The Maharal is also learning that it's a personal story, but the Maharal says a certain oimik, which is a very Maharaldic uh, kinage of the oimik. That's the beauty of Maharal. Is that at first you have to have oimik yourself, and then you can hear how he's moist in the tifkite from the void, you know? Maharal. But the Maharal says like this. He says, also like a Marshall Baalma, but let's try to inherit. So let's say there's people that are in trouble. There's, there's people in trouble. They're living in Germany. Uh, there's, and there's, there's stuff going on over there, right? Their lives are going to be in danger. 
uh, somebody gets wind of it, he tells him, listen, I'm telling you, you got to bounce out of Germany ASAP. Because you accomplish this and this date, you're going to be taken to concentration camps with the gas chambers of our Kleistnitvos, you know? Gives the Eitzah. And he helps him get passports and whatever, da, 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 and gets him out of the country, puts him, places him someplace else, the Kleistnitvos, right? Now, who did he emancipate? Who did he, who did he, who did he free? Who did he save? He saved the Tate, the Mama, whatever it was in the family at the time, right? But then they'll have children later and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. The, the, to them, b'mikre, they're living in freedom because they were born into freedom. They didn't go through that matzah. But it wasn't a personal geula to each and every single child and grandchild that was born afterwards. That's a midi de mamela. Once you, once you freed, once you saved the parents, whatever was born afterwards and freedom is good. Right? So we can think like that too. That the Taiches, that the Jewish people in Egypt, individuals, individually were in trouble, and now they were taken to freedom. They experienced the freedom. By us, it's only been Mikrobalma. It's only a Mikrobalma that we happen to be from, or free from pirate, because we were born after that point in history, right? So then it wouldn't be a personal story, because then the Taiches, it was something that happened to them, and then we're Mimela free. Mimela free. It's not chal that we are yoytze l'chev. It's not chal that we are yoytze l'chev. Right? So the morale is masbeh. The be'etzim, really what's happening is, this is where my taich the morale, it's very deep, deep havon in the morale, is when the Jewish people went out of Egypt, they didn't just go from being a slave to being free. The whole metzias and the mahus of the Jew changed. Right? We became a spiritual entity. We became Avde Hashem. We became Royal Makablik Torah. There's a certain cherus, pneumistic cherus that took place over there, right? So that change, that shinui, it was how the nation was born. You know what I'm saying? That whole change over there that took place, which made us a different human being. A person that has bechiro, who has a freedom. He has a certain cherus, right? He has a certain uh, change. They became Eved Hashem, which is all things we have to talk about, right? That cherus, he says, is chal for every single person when he comes into the nation, when he's born into the nation. When you're born in, that's when the cherus is chal. So you're getting the cherus of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, it's almost like a time release, you know? You have a capsule that releases the later on, so to speak. It's epistemic to that, you know? That means that it's chalin you, because you're born into the world. You can be born regular, right? You don't have to be born into the nation, and, and then in the, in, when you're born into the nation, it's chal that shinui, and that cherus of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim is chal now by you. That's doymic. And that fits very much with what Reb Chatzkel's excitement over the pshat that you have to make a bracha shalei asani abed. That means vaistachoy, it happened to you. Shalei asani abed, it happened to you. It's chal by you, acheris. As much as it was chal by you that you weren't born a guy, could have, you could have been born a guy, and you were born a Jew, it was chal that in your, in your birth, right? And you could have been born a isha, and it was chal in your birth that you weren't a isha. It could have been chal in your birth that you would be a avde para. I mean, it's not necessarily para being in the world, but... That, that, that shinoi in the mahus 
didn't have to change in you. So that's the insight. That's the morale, very deep. And now, so now we're getting a little bit the personal story. We're understanding how it's a very personal story. That event is, is, is a, a, a game changer of our nation and us being part of the nation and personally a change in your birth into the world, right? And now we understand, again, the Meschila, Maschil Begnus, and Messiah B'Shevach. Again, we have to appreciate that what was the situation and how it's not Shaykh Metzias. Forget that Oymik. It's not Shaykh Metzias to have an internal Mahus change in such a Matziv. Not Shaykh Metzias. That's Ilu Lohotzi HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If Hashem Himself, Hashem Alekeinu, if He wouldn't do it, it wouldn't be Shaykh Metzias, that Shinoi. This is all the Avoidah. When you say Avoidah Mayinu, it's not a Pasha to Avoidah. It's a big avoider to really think, think, contemplate, understand. You follow? You have to understand it. You have to feel it. Even like the Rambam, you have to almost compare it to, to uh, he says, if you have ever a worker in your house, you have to show your children. We would have been, we were that. But then the kuda is that you have to truly appreciate the mahus, the chilek in the mahus between a Jew and a non-Jew. You have to, you have to appreciate that. You have to appreciate this, this, this sort of this. Which I want to try, maybe we have a couple of minutes here, I'll masbir a little bit, a little bit. Just the, the oimik a little bit. You have to appreciate. And you have to see the difference. You have to see the difference. You see, we know that we went out of Mitzrayim from Avde Paroi. We became Avde Hashem. So we never became really free, Right? We went from Avde Parah to Avde Hashem. So, so what's the grace of Simcha? Yeah. So the Teretz is very simple. In the world, there's only two types. Everybody in the world is an Evet. You're going to be either an Evet, it's a Horat, a Taivas. Avde Parah, that's, that's the icon which is Mazba, Avde Parah, or yeah, Avde Hashem. And they're two different worlds. One's a very happy world, one's a very productive world. One's a very unbelievable world. But a person needs Avdus Ba'etzim. Shailah is what's the Avdus doing, right? So let's take a look for a second, just a little bit idea. If you look at the Avdus of Mitzrayim, the point of the Avdus of Mitzrayim is to break the human being. To make him into a Shor Vachamor. Where the, the human being cannot develop himself. Not become better. Not, not, not shine. It's not to produce something. It's to, it's to take the humanity out of the human. Take the Bechira out of the human. A, a human needs Bechira, right? He has to have choices. He has to grow. He has to develop, right? So he's put in a situation where he has, if I can't, you're taking away his mind. You're taking away his emotions. You're taking away his ability to, you're breaking him, right? Like Paro didn't give them a chance to think. A human being without thinking is not a human being, right? Not so that's, if you go through this world, you could be working, you could have a schedule, right? What do you say, what's so bad about Avdus? Every day you get up in the morning, you, go, you work all day, you're building things, you're doing things, you, you, you have a schedule, right? What's so bad about Avdus? Right? What's so bad about Avdei Paray? He's also Avdei Paray, he gets up in the morning, four or five o'clock in the morning, he's on the road going to work, Works hard, comes home at night, 
Right, what is it? living a productive life, right? What's wrong with being an Avde Parra? Right? What's this as a Schlecht? Right? Avde Parra doesn't have to mean there's a guy standing over you with a whip beating the living daylights out of you. Avde Parra could also be a guy who goes, has to make a living. He's Avde Parra, you know, he's up in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, he's in the road, comes home at night, he has Sunday off, he goes to the baseball game. He's Avde Parra, yeah? Right? What's so bad about being an Avde Parra? Right? But that Avde Parra, it's not developing a person. It's not developing a person. He's surviving. He exists in the world, and a person who exists has to survive in the world. He has to survive in the world. Right? He takes a place in the world. He has to remain in his place. So he has to work. He has to have a living. He has to eat. Obviously, he tries to enjoy his existence as much as he can, but he's existing, and he's trying to enjoy his existence, right? And Eved... Hashem is not existing. Ever Hashem is someone who is very needed in the Bria, number one. And he's toing oif in the Bria. He's important and needed. And the more he's developing, he's developing, internally he's developing. And he's becoming more of an Ever Hashem, a more karav to the Rebbe Shalom, more is karavis Hashem, right? So he's living a very purposeful life. The point of his avdus is to develop him, right? It's just like a small marshal. Mm-hmm. In the Torah, we have a, a parasha called Eved Ivri, Am Ivri, right? If you learn that parasha good, you'll see the chesed she'en kamoi. We're taking a guy who stole, or a guy's azik, he has, he has no life, he has no, he's, he's, he's in the dumps, right? We take him in, the purpose of taking him is not because I'll, I'll abuse a human being who's down. Mm-hmm. And let him work for me. The whole, you say, if you look at all the halachas, all the dinim, it's to build the guy up, make a good gewaldic mensch out of him, and spit him right back into society. Save his life, save his family, save his daughter. You take her and you'll marry her. Now she's married to a rich man and she'll take care of her, treat her gewaldic, right? Point of the whole thing is to build people. Avdus, in Torah perspective, is to build people. Avdus, in Goyesha perspective is to abuse people, to use people, to suck the guy's whole godless out of him for yourself. That's a different avdus, you follow? So we have to appreciate that. We went out of avde power to become avde Hashem. It's a whole different mouse. You understand? We'll stop here to daven. We'll have more you say this tomorrow.